He's a twink. Gotta catch him all. Gotta catch him all. Gotta catch him all because he's Danny Phantom. Gotta catch him all, Phantom. Yeah. I think my favorite thing in the whole intro is. Hang on. I'm going to link this over to you. Give me one second. Because let's just. Real quick, there's a moment in the intro. Uh, it's about 16 seconds um, mm-hmm. or 17 seconds where they give up on like trying to build their machine and the parents look so very sad. <laughs> it's incredibly sad. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, to be. Oh, wait, is, is that not it? Um. No, that's just it. That's all I had on that one. It's just they look very sad there, and it's a really good uh, contrast. Also, um, I mean, they've been working on that portal for like over twenty years, oh, canonically. Yeah, so. For sure. Um, also, might might Papa Fant- Fenton, uh, his buttons mm-hmm. on his shirt make it look like he has really frightened eyes on his chest. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Oh my god, you're right. Just little details. <laughs> it's the it's, it's the, the little, little things, things that, that matter, matter yeah. in in Danny Phantom. My 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 favorite part of this whole intro is uh there's like a specific frame in this intro that's always just very very good. I'm trying to find it. Is it when his molecules get all rearranged? You ever just have an off day where your molecules get rearranged? You ever just have like a rough day and, and your dang old molecules get rearranged? And then you find out you can walk through walls, disappear, and fly? Okay, so I guess the frame that I'm thinking of is from like an actual episode and not from the show. But basically it's like Danny is like crouching down, you know, to like to when he's about to jump. But the perspective makes it look like... Like his arms and legs are coming out of his head, and <laughs> he's just like a little oh, tiny I, guy. I know, I know what I know what part I know what part <laughs> oh, that you is. Do? What, what part is it? I remember also making a gif of that. Of him just going like. It might have been from an. It might have been from an. It might. Yeah, it might have been from an episode. Yeah, I think it was from an episode. This is the closest I could find. Look at his little legs. Hello, it's me, Daddy Phantom. I'm here to say good day. Oh my god. I, I clicked onto the official upload of just a clip from the first episode, and it's so... The quality is, like, really bad. It's got this, like, interlacing and shit, and it's at, like, like 240p or something. It's so... Mm-hmm. Look at this. Oh, yike. You, you can't make Eat me. It. I refuse. All of it. I did find this drawing I did of Spongebob and Danny for some reason. I don't know why that I have this, uh, I, but it's I, there. I, I know they're like a like a comedy duo in Nicktoons Unite. Uh, not a comedy duo. They are boyfriends. I will not have you slander their status as a lovely couple. Inviso Bill and Spongebob? Yes. Yeah, Inviso Bill. See, first thing we're going to do when we reboot it, we got to use Inviso Bill. That's the perfect name Inviso, for the show. Inviso Bill Cypher. And that's actually their baby. <laughs> oh, my God. When when SpongeBob no. and Danny Phantom have a baby, it's Bill Cypher. No. No. It's perfect, though. It's actually 
actually perfect. It works really well. He's got he's this, got this he's is, got his SpongeBob's eyes. And the geometry. <laughs> and and Danny's sharp angles. And powers. I didn't <laughs> I didn't when I signed on to do this podcast, I did not agree to this nonsense, this nightmare. I can fix I can fix clobber in time. <laughs> Just give me a chance. <laughs> anyway. Hello everyone and welcome to the pilot episode for brand new show Wowie G. It's called I Could Fix That. Woo-hoo! Where we take a show or a movie or a comic or whatever, and we decide that we're gonna fix it. results vary what's broken this time my friend this time everything is broken (laughs) forever that's my secret cap all my things are broken it's me i'm broken and then i like lay down on like a on like a therapy couch (laughs) and like i start recounting my tragic past your mother no it all started no it's it's you in a it's you in a T pose and you shatter. Like, mm. <laughs> I like fall over and shatter. And you just hear Bill Cipher laughing as his eye fades in and then it's static and it's Slender Man. We're not doing well. We're not doing this again. Okay, uh, my name my name is Red. I am the host, and also here are my two guests. Haley Rose is me. Oh my God, you're you're like a flower. A sunflower, if you that's will. The, that's the one. That's the flower I am. You got it. <laughs> Needless to say, I keep it on check. You feel me? No. Who are you? But yeah. <laughs> well, he was like bad, bad, nevertheless. Yeah, I'm I'm not funny, <laughs> but my name is also Nolan. <laughs> All right. And today we're going to be fixing D- Daniel Phantom. Inviso Come Bill. Here, Danny. We're going to fix you. <laughs> We're coming for you, Danny. We're going to get you fixed like a oh, dog. Creepers, creepers. <laughs> um, so, first things first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't think that this show should be about 
Daniel Phantom. Now, hold with me here. I don't think Danny deserves the spook factor of being a ghost boy. What Mm -hmm. I think is that Sam deserves to be the spooky one because she's gothics. You're giving Sam too much credit. She's kind of a, a she's kind of a terrible person. Yeah, but that's why she would be a great anti-hero. But we already have Valerie for that. That is true. Sp- Valerie was very very nice. I really uh, like her. My favorite thing about Valerie is how they they started they started like pushing her ex Danny to create like a love triangle, and we're like, oh man, everyone's gonna get all riled up now. They're gonna be all Sam Danny now. But instead, they ended up just making a better love interest than Sam, and everyone was like, everyone liked it way more than Danny and Sam. It was great. Yeah. Congratulations, Butch. You did okay, it. Okay, so uh, now we all go around and introduce our history with this show. Uh,. All right. I guess I'll start. Uh, I yeah, it's your show. I grew up with you know. Daniel Phantom, as many did. It was a it was a huge inspiration for me, both just in storytelling and also artistically. That you could still see echoes of of the of the slightly more refined Butch Hartman in my art styles, and I'm never going to live that down. Uh, but yeah, it's I've I revisit it. Like every couple of years, I give it a rewatch, and it's always been in like the back of my head as something that, like, I really it it really should be rebooted because it had so much potential and it just like rolled down a hill, squandered a, it and died into a into an orange stand, and now there's just oranges mm-hmm. everywhere, and. Uh- I'm pretty sure it killed someone. I don't know, but what are we going to do about all these oranges? Now, I always thought that Ember McLean mm-hmm. should have been yes. the main character of Danny Phantom. <laughs> I think. Is there is there anyone? Bes- no, sorry, you go, go ahead. I was just going to say, is there any particular reason why Ember McLean tickles your fancy I so much? was... And in many ways, still am uh, Ember McLean kin. So and I, I grew it, grew, growing up as a young trans girl, I was uh, always looking to the the animation styles of Butch Hartman for inspiration. And Ember McLean came across the screen one day, and um, that I've decided I was going to learn to play guitar, get some platform heels and spandex and paint my eyes like that. Unfortunately, I'm not a ghost demon, like villain goddess of demon rock, but I can aspire to that. <laughs> and so that yeah. was kind of my feeling on Ember McLean. Also just like <laughs> a well underutilized villain. <laughs> You know, it is actually a popular fan theory that Ember, Ember McLean is actually like a trans teenage girl and like that the way she died was that she like ran away from home and she like couldn't make it as a musician and she died and that's why she's a musician ghost. She's kind of just getting revenge on the world and she wants everyone to pay attention to her and like say her name, Ember, because she wants her identity to be respected. Ember validation Ember is a trans girl name if i've ever heard one 
I, I'm really, really into that. Um, cause Butch, oh, yeah, no, some of these fan theories are a little out there, but some of them are actually pretty good. Um, yeah, Butch Hartman's work is, uh, how should I put this, blighted by trans imagery um, in, a, in a major way. And I only use that particular terminology because of how it would probably make Butch Hartman feel to know that. Well, here's... Here's the thing about Danny Phantom. It wasn't good because of Butch Hartman. It was good despite Butch Hartman. <laughs> Much like f- every show he's ever made has like yeah. like fit, like every successful show has been good despite him. In yeah. spite of yeah, him. Yeah, like Fairly Odd Parents, Scott Fellows wrote the early episodes that were so good that everyone loves. Mm. Butch didn't have shit to do with that. Danny Phantom, there was like a huge story team and like this lead writer that everyone attributes all the good episodes to that I can't remember his name. And like uh Steve something. Yeah, and all the character designs that, you know, they don't look bad. It's a it's a good interpretation of Butch's art style. This was actually done by by Steven Silver, which is why Butch Hartman cannot draw Danny Phantom for his fucking life, because he did not design him. It's true. It was Steven Silver. That's, I, I think, because I grew up big time with Fairly Odd Parents, and as an extension, mm-hmm. moved over to Danny Phantom. Um, uh-huh. Because I very much waited every single day for the, the Boy Who Would Be Queen episode to come on, and it never did. Um, but then Danny Phantom happened, and it was just sort of, <clears throat> excuse me, it was just sort of, it seemed like a more grown-up version of the Fairly Odd Parents, if that makes sense. And like that's from a kid's perspective of like, yeah. oh, now I was ten when I started watching Fairly Odd Parents, and that's how old Timmy Turner is. And now I'm fourteen or thirteen or whenever this came out. And oh, now I'm I'm of the age of Danny Phantom, and now I have to move up in the ranks. The age of Danny Phantom. Welcome to the age. It's the dawning of the age of Danny Phantom. <laughs> yes. So his molecules got rearranged. Mm-hmm. What can we do with that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we gotta rearrange him again. <laughs> yes. Let's go. Let's go is a very interesting We're- framing that you've proposed here. <laughs> Are you suggesting... Now, I know that there's fan theories out there that Danny Phantom is a trans boy. And oh, we are totally going in on that. Okay. You think that I'm not? All right, gonna? good. So I, I actually 100% agree with that theory. I think it makes a lot of sense. And so in that case, I think that Danny Fenton is a trans mm-hmm. boy, but Danny yes. Phantom has is the sort of embodiment of what Danny Fenton would want to be were they a yes. cis boy. And that's why they want to spend so much time as Danny Phantom. Yes. And then and like, they become friends with Ember for this exact reason. Oh, I, I am 100%. Maybe not becoming like a good guy, but I'm cool with Ember becoming like, you know, one of those characters that are kind of in the middle where like she helps out the main characters sometimes, but usually just for her own enjoyment yeah. or if she'll get something out of it. But she usually doesn't cause enough trouble for, for her to be a villain. Yeah, chaotic you know, those kind neutral. of characters. I think that would be very good for Ember. Absolutely. And like fans have pointed out, the Danny Phantom is like a really good metaphor for like the whole LGBT experience. How, you know, mm-hmm. Danny is terrified of the consequences if his parents find out, you know, what he is. 
The only people who know are his sister, his closest friends, and other people in the community, a.k.a. other ghosts. And a lot of the other ghosts, like Ember, are very good, like, could very easily be theorized as gay people who did not get a good shake at life. It's true. Now, are we going to go the full nine and, like, are we going to demonize the parents or are they just going to be like no ignorant no i i think that i think that uh just because this is going to we are still shooting for the same demographic of kids Mm -hmm. i do still think that you know in the end the parents do accept him and they're cool with it they're just like you know they're not woke so they sometimes say stuff that like hey now but they want, but you know, they're not like actively bad. And if they're like called out on it, they might be a little offended. But you super, know, then they'll like think about their actions and be like, hmm, yeah, actually, maybe I did do a bad. It's you super know. duper spectrophobic. So um, now <laughs> I'm interested in getting uh, the hex girls in this on the ground floor at some, some fashion. Now I know that that's I, another property entirely. But can Look, we... if we can do it, then I am 100% for it. <laughs> can we please license the Hex Girls to at least feature <laughs> as like in a Battle of the Bands episode with Ember? Please. Please. I like how I like how this has gone from uh, we need to fix Danny Phantom to we just need to give Ember her yeah. own show. I mean, can we make that, is, how we, that is part of how we would fix Danny Phantom. Let's just make it about Ember. <laughs> yes. I think Ember... Yes. Be- Let's I replace mean, Sam with Ember. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind. I do think that it would actually be kind of cool if there was a recurring ghost character who was, like, friendly. Yeah. And since... You know, I should actually go into the rules of this before we get deep into the weeds. Oh, yeah, before we get too deep into this. I'm just <laughs> spitballing. No, yeah, you're spitting some good and- ideas. So, before we... Uh, I guess get into it more than we already have. I'll, I'll probably edit this to make it flow a little better. We have to, we must begin auteur assembly. And what this segment means is that um, every story idea that we come up with on this show is you are absolutely allowed to use it. But as like part of like, I don't know, I don't want my name everywhere. And like, I don't want to get into like legal shenanigans. Right. And, of you course. know, also just because I think it's fun, instead of crediting this show, you have to make whatever your interpretation is going to be under the name of an auteur that we create, a person that we make up that, you know, if you decide that you're going to turn this into a comic, you have to say that it's by that person. I'm into this. So... So, we need to come up, so who is going to be the auteur for Danny Phantom Reboot? Okay. Uh, Bitch Fartman. (laughs) You got him! We're gonna make the show good so it wouldn't work. Oh. Okay. What if if Um, it was just Ember? Scringly, scringly bimbly back. (laughs) What if it's Scring- <laughs> Ember Scringly back? Ember Scringly back. <laughs> Ember Scringly back. What if it's um, what's the sister's name again? Jazz. Yeah, she's my favorite character. 
Jazz Fenton. So what if it's what if the auteur Jazz Ember Scringly Jazz Ember Scringly Phantom. Jazz Ember Scringly Phantom. Sure. Sort of like a ra- Jazz Raven e Scringly Phantom. Excellent. Raven Dark right. Morning Star. The what is that one? <laughs> the the weird one? Raven Darkness yeah. Dementia. Ebony Raven Darkness Dementia Way. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so Jazz E Scringle Phantom. Jazz E Scringle Phantom, yeah. Scringly Phantom. No, 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 no. <laughs> Jazzy Scringle Phantom. <laughs> Jazzy Scringle Phantom. Done. Perfect. Perfect. Print. Okay, so if so, remember if you want to make your your write your fanfic or draw your comic or whatever you want. It's all, all of this is by the auteur, Jazzy Scringly Phantom. That is, yes, I am, <laughs> I am, in, I fully this is excellent. this. I've, okay, so. <laughs> I found a really powerful image. <laughs> oh my God, please show me. Yeah, what is it? Show uh, us. Just, I'm just flipping through Google images trying to find our ideas and characters and uh, found that. <laughs> Oh yeah, that that was one of Butch Hartman's drawings, but like he didn't want to draw Danny, so he only drew he only drew Pennywise, and he just used fucking clip art of Danny. God, what a why why is Pennywise's hand backwards? Butch Hartman because is Butch a Hartman ter- is a very good artist. He's a terrible person and artist. <laughs> I mean, it's great because he really is the full package. You don't have to feel bad about hating him because he really is bad at everything. He super is. He lo- Butch Hartman's only redeemable quality is that he's an ideas man. And as we all know, ideas men are like the worst people on the planet. Yeah, aren't, aren't they the, the worst? A good thing that's not what we do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um... So, um, as Jazzy Scringlybacks, um, phantoms, Scringly phantoms, mm-hmm. uh, we are going to fix, uh, Daniel Fenton mm-hmm. and his life. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm more focused on season three than anything oh, else, but I, I'm I, sure I y'all. I agree, but there are just little things that, even in season one, that could be fixed, specific, specifically uh, Sam. She's um, bad. For, for, for instance, not enough ember. We need yeah, to uh, up ember. the ember quality. Also, too much skulker. Yeah. Ember. Can we can we like tone down the skulker, please? Mm. There's too much of him. I ordered. I wanted skulker on the side, and you just gave me skulker on a plate, and I'm and I'm not happy about this, sir. Give me Vlad more, mm-hmm. but earlier, and have Vlad mm-hmm. be vice principal Lancer's alter ego. <laughs> <laughs> and have them both voiced by Ron Interesting. Perlman. Yes. Because Ron Perlman needs <laughs> okay. more work. <laughs> okay, so before we get into the weeds, uh, we have specific rules just to keep things a little, you know, just to keep things somewhat on topic. Uh, first rule is that we have to use what's already in the show. We can't add things. So right. we can come up with, like, storylines or things like that. However, things such as characters, locations... Or uh, powers that characters have, things like that. We cannot add more stuff. We can o- we can take things out if we don't want it, but we can't add things. So imagine like the so- the show was a Lego set. We can use the Legos to build whatever we want, but we can't make new Legos. Right. We do not have the technology. Okay. 
Uh, second rule is this does have to be for the same audience. Yes. So in this case, Danny Phantom was a show, I'd say for like like 10 to 12 year olds, kids to tweens. Yeah. We do have to make sure that it's, I don't think we're going to ever have to worry about making it too babyish, but we do have to make sure that we don't do anything that's too inappropriate. Of course. This is for, this is TVY7. It is super definitely, mm-hmm. like keep it below TV 14. We're be- we cannot mm-hmm. venture into that. Maybe in a special, but only for violence. And it's like, yes. re- and it's a scandal. And everyone, yes. all the moms write in to Nickelodeon. Um, or the episode where, where there's just constant flashing lights and everyone has a seizure and dies. Right. And then on top of that, we'll play the Lavender Yeah, that was Town my song. bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Third rule is it does have to have maybe not the exact same premise, but a very similar premise, and it does have to can be for the same genre. Okay. And that, can, that's self-explanatory. Can, uh, can we reincorporate Danny's motorcycle and pet owl? What's the owl's name again? Here's the thing is I do love the owl. Does the owl have a name? Can we give it a name? I'm going to name him... You know what? Christopher. Addendum. If it was if it was in concept art or early early story concepts, you can use it. Okay. Because we can just imagine those as unused pieces. Yes. Those are the extra yes. pieces that yes. are left in the yes. little plastic bag after you're done with yes. the Lego. Okay. Okay. So because I, I do really want that owl. That yeah. is that is good. <laughs> I like him I like him having a pet. It's cute. And owls are cool. And does the owl get ghosted too? Does it go into the uh, machine with him and also get its molecules rearranged? You know what? We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> Here is the fourth rule. And most importantly, uh, we have to find a way to make it gay. We're, we're already very much in it. So <laughs> Now, some of y'all might say, well, hey, if it's TVY7, wouldn't making it gay be inappropriate? And to that, I say, I don't think this show is for you. <laughs> wow got him brutal savage so first things first I'll eat your brains then I'm gonna start rocking gold teeth and fangs cause that's what a motherfucking phantom do let's outline what it did right and what it did wrong oh, I was really hoping that would rhyme yeah I'm kind of disappointed yeah. in you ah! Ah! what you made it rhyme it's true Okay. Okay. Let's get up. Let's get. Let's. Uh. Let's get this workhorse on. Uh. Okay. And and I should probably also have path. a doc going for this just so I can keep track of everything. So first. Right. First things first. What did it do right? Uh, gay subtext. Uh, gay subtext. Yes. Uh, we have a whole like half an hour conversation that <clears throat> explains why. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, I think it had a very nice, interesting uh, lore going on until Butch mm. Hartman read it. I agree. It. it had good lore until it was bad lore. Um, there was def- and it's mo- it was most it was mostly retroactively mm-hmm. ruined because like mm-hmm. Butch Hartman was like, "Oh, the ghosts are actually monsters, you guys. They're not, they're not dead people. people. They're from another dimension." Shut up, Butch. Shut up, idiot. Butch. I I think one. First and foremost, biggest rule, no butch is allowed. Mm-hmm. No butch is allowed. No butch allowed. Um, unless they're lesbians. In that case, all the butches you want. Um, yes. Now, second most important rule, 
Danny Phantom can never reveal the, his for true form to his parents. I think that has to always be uh, unless we do a season finale movie series wrap up, and that's the like, oh my god! But oh, that has to yeah, be a constant yeah, okay. source of I was going to say it. Okay, then yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Because that's that's um, something they did really well was this constant like weight hanging over the whole show of like, oh, are they going to find out? Oh, what are they going to think? And then the constant mm-hmm. like every time Danny like tries to come out. And then they're mm-hmm. like, he, he's like, what if I told, you know, what if someone was part ghost and part human? They're like, well, then we'd have to dissect them and make sure that we could find out everything we know about them. And he's like, right, cool. Constant, yeah, constant microaggressions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, Just, something that I think Danny Phantom did really well, it had a really good uh, color direction. Hmm. Yeah, the the animation overall was pretty nice, except for mm-hmm. the butch isms, which are um, very clo- big close ups. Yes. Uh, the whenever yeah the 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 music yeah that <laughs> that music sting is annoying as uh-huh. hell. Um, and well, part uh, of me wants to keep it just for shit posting purposes. <laughs> the diversity was powerful. Uh, um, no, you know what it is if if when it's released on DVD. There's an it is there's there's a special code programmed into the DVD where if you pirate it or you try to rip the episodes, it adds in the stupid sound effects like the whole. <laughs> but yeah, um, they use that one a lot. I agree with I agree with uh, I agree with Haley. The uh, diversity in Danny Phantom was uh, it was pretty good especially for its time yeah i mean yeah for its time it was pretty unprecedented yeah they had they had a uh black like primary character that was in every episode that was a that was Mm -hmm. danny's best friend Mm -hmm. that and also they didn't get um like kids next door where it was almost borderline racist sometimes yeah yeah and it's kind of uncomfortable Mm -hmm. yeah they they were just like people yeah 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 they i think i think the most uh the most like stereotypical thing Tucker ever did was maybe say like a slang, but that's about it. Otherwise, yeah. he was just a guy, which was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Same with Valerie. Valerie actually ha- actually has a really good story arc too, where mm-hmm. she uh goes from this rich bitch to like actually being humbled a bit and like you know. Plus, she's also kind of chunky, or at least she was until yeah. you know. But that was also kind of cool. That like main. Like, this was not something that was added later. Her character arc starts very early in the show. She was yeah. major character, huge amount of development, and she was not, like, the conventional skinny that all girls had to be in cartoons at the time. Yeah, she was and curvy. she was black. Yeah. That was really good. And, like, honestly, to this day, I'm, I'm still waiting for, for another character that, that I liked as much as Valerie. I'm not saying that no character has ever been as good, but, like, Valerie's just really fucking cool, right? Yeah, yeah and, then, and then the show said, fuck her. Yeah. She sucks now. She's actually, yeah. she's actually a bad and mean person who's very mean and bad. Um, and, then, and then when she finds out Danny's secret identity, she just goes... Yay! Clapping <laughs> along with it. the rest of the God Phantom Planet. Uh, Thanks, Butch. It's your favorite thanks. episode. Explains a lot. Mm. Explains a lot. 
Phantom Planet. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I think the costuming, Phantom. like the designs, the character designs and what they wore. Because like a lot of times with these sort of. I like them a lot too. A lot of times Me with too. these sort of shows where like it's a, it's a cartoon. They wear the same thing every day, you know. And mm-hmm. a lot of times they point that out and it's like, haha, they have only one thing in their closet. But honestly, I think that. Each one kind of really represents them, and it goes back to your kind mm-hmm. of color theory idea of like, you know, Tucker has a lot of like, sort of muted uh, colors, but it's also three distinct, very bright colors, and he's a very mm-hmm. bright young man, and he's also, but he's also the the shyest of the bunch, and then you also have Danny, who just looks like a normal ass dude. And, like, what more would a trans boy want to look like than just the normalest-ass dude with a baseball t-shirt and jeans on? And then uh, Sam... Which is exactly how I dressed for, like, 90% of my <laughs> high school years. So <laughs> and I also think the only it's... thing they missed was that I constantly had a jacket tied around my waist because I was always paranoid of when I bent down to pick something up that, that people would be able to see my ass. And I was like, no. Um, I'm also a big fan of the fact that they... Uh, let Sam have a crop top and didn't like sexualize her. I think that that's a yeah. really powerful thing to show. Um, yeah. And uh, Pauline was like that too. And mm-hmm. and Ember. I mean, Pauline was definitely in like diegetically an attractive character, but she wasn't like super sexualized, which is like, thanks for that. I don't she know was why o- so many shows sexualize underage girls. Hey. Uh, the. They, I feel like the only time she was ever remotely sexualized was in the framing when, like, Danny was oogling her, which is, like, you know, that's kind of, like, standard film. Yeah. Like, stuff. Even then, it wasn't, like, like fucking Gurren Logan. let's zoom right into the titties. Right. It's a little- I mean, I don't think any, I don't think any kid show could get away with that, but regardless, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, can Dash be more shitty? Yes. Because yes. I, I don't... I, this is what I'm thinking. I don't know how you make Dash more shitty without making him, like, overtly racist and, like, just the absolute worst. But he's pretty I bad. Mean, I mean, Dash didn't actually, like... When you look at the episodes of the show, in the first couple of episodes and in the intro, he's doing stuff like putting people in lockers and shit. Mm-hmm. But over time, they kind of just, like, stop... Well, if you're constantly he's, he's haunted kind of in dick. retaliation for your bullying, I think you'd probably chill out, too. Oh, my God. Can we make that, like, a subplot of, like, instead of Dash becoming a fan of Danny Phantom, he's, like, terrified of him? Yeah, because he's constantly being haunted by this this specter of vengeance. <laughs> and that's his story arc, is um, he learns to stop being a shitty person by being afraid. Mm-hmm. He's the only person who realizes that Danny Phantom looks like Danny Fenton, but he doesn't put it together that Danny Phantom is Danny Fenton. He thinks that Danny Phantom is doing it on purpose specifically to taunt him. Yeah. But then he, like, takes out his aggression on Danny Fenton because he's like, you look close enough to the guy who's making my life a living hell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, so I think we got a good list of pros. Uh, Now for some cons. Here we go, kids. All of season three, All done. All of season three. <laughs> Next. Um, I think a lot of season two episodes were, weren't great either. I have a gripe. Um, it took way too long 
for like Danny Phantom to hit the scene. You know what I mean? I feel like he took too much time. Like, ooh, let me let me dip my toes in the water, and then people like picked up on it, and there was Inviso Bill for a while, and it was like I felt like the entire time I was watching it, I was waiting for the show to start. That's true. I mean, I do kind of like how you can see his sort of rise to fame, but it really isn't until like season two where people are like super aware of him. Yeah, I think that should happen in and season one. I do think one. that that's too long. Uh, I also- feel like I've, I feel like that should be the climax of season one. Yeah. Like, sort of like how at the end of uh, Far- Spider-Man Far From Home, like. No, nah, I think like, it oh. should be the halfway point yeah. in season one. I, well, I think maybe three quarters of the way in, because I want the end of season one to be Danny, like, kind of getting cocky, and then season two is him dealing with, like, m- like monitoring his, his ego around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Um, okay, so here's a con for me. Vlad was really inconsistent. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, he... You can strike a balance between, like, a threatening and funny villain, but he was either, like, absurdly goofy and unthreatening, or he was, like, you know, evil, like, well, straight up. Like just, his... that, you're, you're right, but I'm also talking about his motivations, because, like, he's introduced as this character who's, like, got a lot of personal history with Danny, like, he hates Danny's dad because Danny's dad, like made him miss the best years of his life in the hospital and also, quote-unquote, stole away the woman of his dreams. So mm-hmm. Vlad's introduced. His main motivations are pretty simply just take out Jack, marry Maddie, maybe adopt Danny as a son. He, he's, he's, he's super creepy like that. And I, I want to keep up the creepiness, by the way. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. He is a villain. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, I- but in later episodes, he suddenly starts like, and then I'll rule the world. Yeah. And that never really seemed like his goal. It, I, I'm wondering, I feel like it could work if they had worked that ambition into mm-hmm. it or worked on it in some way, but they didn't. It was just all of a sudden, I want to be the mayor of Amity Park because Danny lives there and it'll mess with him. Ha ha, mm-hmm. he ho ho. And I mean, I do kind of... Because, like, when Vlad's introduced, and, I mean, this is just an example of how, like, the er- the first season had, like, really fucking good writing. I think one of, the, one of the most important scenes for his character is just this little moment where, like, he's giving the family a tour of his house, and they see that he's got all this football merch for uh, this one. The Packers. Con- for the Packers, and they're like, I mean, if you like the Packers so much, why don't you just buy them? And Vlad's all like, I would, but the state of Wisconsin won't sell them to me. And it seems like just this funny haha joke, but it's actually, it actually establishes a really important thing about his character that the things that Vlad wants more than anything are things that he feels have been taken from him or have been denied to him. Mm. Like he wants, he wants Maddie because he feels like Jack took her away from him. Like, like, he deserves her, too. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, he has this obsession with, like, owning things and how he feels like he's entitled to things. And I think that's a really interesting character thing that I can't, that I wish they stuck with, you know? But they kind of just forgot about it and was just like, oh, he's an evil dude. I kind of like yeah. the idea of him just being, like, like, genuinely very evil. Like... 
he I mean he is a multimillionaire so that would that would track right yeah I mean for sure I mean he's he's pretty evil but like I want to see him do like less dastardly things and more like awful like things. subtly evil things yeah like and I would love to see and this is I don't want to get too in the weeds so I'll hang on to that but like mm-hmm like there's also a, if we're going off of this this headcanon that we're making canon that Danny is a trans mm-hmm. boy the creation of Danielle is a really dark yeah, that, thing that to is, do that was a huge that was a huge bit of evidence for the fan theory the fact that the only clone of Danny that didn't immediately melt was a female one and fans were like see the the reason why the other ones melted is because Vlad assumed Danny was cis yeah and I think that's a super like I think that Danny's gender is uh, is known to Vlad, and like mm-hmm. Dan, Jan, Danny's whole gender situation is known to Vlad. And I think that mm-hmm. we should have Vlad do this as a genuine like destabilizing psychological attack on Danny to be like, look, I've recruited you have the, the the body that you hate, <laughs> and just like, wow, fuck, dude, that's messed up. And then that would be like I, a then Ember can get involved, and then we have a whole thing of like a uh, trans the, the only, righteousness. <laughs> that's a really good idea. The only issue I would have is I'm worried that it might make like the younger audience like dysphoric. Yeah, it's true. Although I feel like trauma builds character. Well, it does. It does. And I, on top of that, I feel like obviously we're gonna have Danny win. And so I feel mm-hmm. like watching yeah. watching a character you identify with achieve victory over their dysphoria would give you a sort of like vicarious euphoria. That's, but we, we would that's have a to, really good point. We would I have to really, really play it close to the chest. And that's a thing that most mm-hmm. people don't ever do because no one writes trans characters. <laughs> and that's <laughs> yeah. why we're worried about I, it because we've never seen it done right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, was, I was actually going to go for a more anime approach with Vlad where like, you know, like ghosts, like even we talked about earlier how like they retcon ghosts into being monsters, which is stupid. Like yeah, I want Vlad to want to like nuke Amity Park and turn everybody into ghosts for like a private army or something oh, stupid that like would that. Be, oh, that would be fucked up, but like it would actually tie in well to his past because he was a ghost scientist and he's doing ghost science shit. And then he kills people yeah. specifically to make ghosts for him. Oh, but he makes, that would be so good. That's super that, dark. I love that. I love that, that. That or he like harnesses their energy for like maybe a ghost portal or a portal to a completely different universe by like sucking the soul out of people oh, or something. Yeah. And they're all it, walking it just, around just like to... zombies, like soulless husks oh. of themselves. And then we can have that kind yeah. of Butch Hartman like oh, the gray what if, people, what if, you know? What if like yeah. throughout throughout the, the series you see like various background characters disappear and you're like, oh, that's weird. Where'd everyone go? It's because Vlad's been taking them and turning them into ghosts. Oh my god, that's like, like some Stranger like, Things three stuff. Like, I mean, they yeah, did like, shit like that in Detention Air, so I'm gonna say it works for the demographic. Like Vlad, like Vlad keeps sending ghosts from the ghost zone out to fuck with Danny and distract him, so he can like. And then you like see this in the background, so like the whole time you're like, Danny, no, the real villain's doing something evil. Stop fucking around with these guys. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like Danny doesn't know any better. And it's also and then, a good metaphor about how different letters in the LGBT should should stop fighting each other in order to address the real evil. Oh, absolutely. Corporations. <laughs> and I think that yeah. we should have, I think all of the ghost characters that aren't like inherently 
like malevolent should mm-hmm. be gay. I think all of the yes. good ghosts that are just default good or like at least neutral, like Ember, it's yeah. because they're gay and they want to live their truth in the afterlife and they're actually happy with their new forms. But all the mm-hmm. straight people died and now they're like, no, nah, I want to be alive so I can be straight and on top of the world, you know, and they're angry about uh, it. That, m- uh, the, uh, that might send like a bad message, though, that like that like trans people are better off dead and i don't that's I, a I don't fair know point about that. you're right and i and i also think that like your sexuality doesn't necessarily tie into your morality mm-hmm. at least in most cases I but want besides, gay people to be good. gay villains are cool skulker should be all about that d that's fair all right fine i agree no it doesn't have I, to be gay i just want everyone in danny's yeah. circle to be gay Agreed. I can I can, I can agree with, the with that. With exception of like a cu- one straight ally, like his sister. Tucker, or something. Tucker should def. Tucker should be straight. Oh, I Tucker? feel Tucker, personally. Tucker is very hetero. Okay. I agree with He's, that. I'm into that. Tucker's very hetero, and Jazz is very hetero. I could see Sam being bi. I could see Sam being oh. ace, honestly. Really, that too. Uh, Sam Sam always struck me as kind of bi, but yeah, that works. Bi or ace, I want, maybe both. Bi romantic, bi romantic, asexual is a really good way to to nail that. That down. is true. That is true. Okay, so uh, I guess that means we're on to characters now. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess that was a very natural through line there. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe we did it. Whoa. We did it. So. Uh, but yeah, start with Danny, I guess. Yeah. That boy. I mean, could, I mean, we went through, like, a couple of characters really well, so I, I feel like we could just keep following the line and we'll just get through all of them. Yeah. Yeah, Vlad, I think we I think we covered Vlad very well we where covered, he should be. Yeah. The only one more thing I, I would want about Vlad is that, like, he's not a rich guy just off screen. Like, you actually, like, see his products from, like, the corporations he owns, like, around. Oh, like, yeah. maybe I was he gonna- owns the Nasty Burger and shit like that. I was going to say he actually owns the company that Valerie's dad works for, for that extra bit of irony. Mm. Uh, because didn't he, though? I don't think he did. Um, I think I know, it was implied he did. I, I don't remember, but... Well, he definitely should if he didn't. Yeah, he should, because then, like, the one who's, like, ruined her dad's life is him, and now he's, like, using his daughter, which is extra fucked up. Basically, bottom line, I want Vlad to be really fucked up, selfish, and, like, want to just completely, like, he just wants to ruin Danny's life just out of petty revenge. Mm-hmm. I like the idea that these bad guys have these big plans, but it's all just, like, the, uh, the, the like, inspiration or the uh, conceit behind it is just very petty, sad, and it, that's just, like, mm-hmm. what winds up being his downfall. Is that he's so focused on destroying Danny that he winds up just ruining his own plans in his own life because he was so, like, self-centered and fucking evil. I would like that a lot. Yeah. All right, then uh, I guess, yeah, let's talk Danny. Um, I do think that... I don't think I want to change anything about his personality. I think that Danny as a character was, you know, pretty good. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I like Haley's idea that he uh, gets um, conceited at the end of season, our season one. Yes. I like that too. I think that he's always had it against him. And now all of a sudden, like people are, it's a Spider-Man effect. It's like, it's, it's Spider-Man starts getting in the, in the Raimi film. Spider-Man starts getting a little, little full of himself. 
Not like because, Spider-Man yeah. 3 levels, but like I'm thinking in Spider-Man 2, he starts kind of being like, oh, I can do all kinds of stuff. And then everything and piles up. And it would be up. good, too, because it would create like a greater connection to the villains, yeah. like like the, the gay ones. You understand them a little better now because yeah. Danny's mm-hmm. almost fell down that same path. And I think because there is the dark Danny <clears throat> plot line where Danny is yes. like gets consumed by power. Yes, which was very good, and we are definitely keeping that. Absolutely, and I think that ties into his sort of like he's spending too much time in ghost form because he wants to save so many. I, I thought they did a good job with that. I yes. I want to. I actually kind of want to reframe Dark Danny instead of like being this go- his ghost half ripped out. It's his sort of like dark inner self, mm-hmm. just kind of like talking to him, sort of like how Samurai Jack did it in season five. Oh yeah, way to bring where, up when Samurai he, where, like, Jack, bud. Thank you for that. I needed that. You're welcome. But no, like the idea is that when Danny's like not in ghost form, he like sees like specter versions of himself. Sort of like maybe in the mirror, he sees ghost Danny instead of himself. And he start kind of starts kind of losing his identity a bit. Ooh. Oh my God. Wait, then we get like not only gender dysphoria, but we get like corporeal dysphoria on top of that. dysphoria. That's insanity. I love that. That is pretty good. I, yeah. Um, oh, sorry. No, I that no, I was just saying yeah in agreement. I wasn't going to ah, go anywhere. Okay. Uh I also think he should at least talk about space like a little more cuz he wants to be an astronaut and they bring this up every now and again, but like he doesn't seem to care that much about space. And I apart from like what episode where they're like watching some stars out of a telescope. I don't know. I think they should integrate yeah. more into his character. I think that would have been I, I, nice. I, I was actually going to say the opposite, where they should just either remove it entirely if it doesn't. I I, I can't really see it naturally contributing to anything thematically, I th- like what we're going for personally. But I, if y'all have ideas, I, mean, I would love I mean, to hear them. He might feel bad because, like, there's never been a trans astronaut. I think that he might feel bad because there's never been a trans astronaut. But I think he might feel like he used to want to do it. He was committed to this idea that like, I'm going to be the first trans astronaut or something like that. And then he becomes ghost. And then he realizes like he would never pass a NASA physical. And so oh. he has to deal with the loss of his dream because and, like, of his I new do abilities. Think that, uh, him being an astronaut might even like wanting to be an astronaut might even tie in better with our version than it did in the original. Cause you know, it sort of this whole desire to like, get away from this garbage planet yeah well there you go and then then that Um, offers a whole new thing with like the ghost realm being like possibly an escape and that could tie in with the dark danny thing of like maybe he just gives in to his ghost side because he's over humanity yeah yeah that's actually what i was gonna say um do danny's parents in this version know he's trans or that's something that i have sort of been wrestling with because because if they're not accepting of his ghost form like hmm. it would be kind of a contradiction if they accepted him as trans but didn't accept his ghost form but we're still using the ghost form as a trans metaphor but on the other hand i don't want his parents to be referring to him with like female pronouns and like his dead name and shit i just don't think that's gonna be okay especially for a kid's show absolutely not i think that in this world, his transness is only minimally a social issue. I don't think he gets particularly targeted for that. I think in this world we're creating, it's more or less something that's like, 
okay, at least in his community. And, like, it's not universally accepted, but, like, it's not as much of an issue and it's not in his family. But I think the ghost thing on top of that, because I know I had a particular struggle when I came out as trans that I later was uh, realized I, I liked women and I was like, oh, now I have to come out again. And, like, there was a certain amount of guilt of, like, am I going to put my parents through this twice? Of, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. am I really going to come out and then come out again? And so... That is a good point. I've, I've, been, I've been struggling with the same thing with, with being non-binary. Right. And so, like, you know, as identity, I think it's a good thing to show identity as a fluid developing thing, especially at this age, you know, because they're all, like, young teens. Mm-hmm. And I think at that age, your identity is so nebulous and fluid that the idea of knowing one part of yourself well enough to come out and go through that process and like really claim your identity and then realizing another layer to that and not having the spoons to do that whole thing again, especially with something like at least being trans in this world is something that people understand, but being half ghost is way off base and he does not know how to bridge that gap. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that that could work as like a really good metaphor for like having a different sort of identity or like a different sort of physical thing and like not knowing the word for it but knowing that it's not normal. Yeah. And I that know way, I had to deal with that. Quote a lot unquote in normal. But still yeah. finding acceptance in a found family and a in a sort of extended friend community. Um and, yeah. and finding places to express yourself and be yourself until you get to a place where you feel strong enough and and you're sure enough and you are secure enough mm-hmm. in your own self that you can approach mm-hmm. the people in your life that you're scared to tell. I think that's a powerful yes. message and, for kids. And Danny breaking the status quo and uh reestablishing, you know, like it's okay for me to be this thing. Yeah. This ghost, half ghost person. Yeah. Yeah. To like, be like specter, he tries first, fluid. he rejects his ghost side, then he rejects his human side. Then he's like, you know what? I'm kind of cool with both. Both, both is good. <laughs> specter fluid. No. Ghost. No. Yeah. Human. No. Both. Both. <laughs> I'll take ghost. Both is good. No. Human. No. Ghost. Ghost machines no. broke. Human. We got. No. We got one leader though. Both. <laughs> but yeah. I... <laughs> I do like the idea that Danny sort of like has this identity crisis okay. where he is at once like I don't I like he gets scared of his ghost half and he's like I don't want to be a ghost but then he's also like oh, I don't want to be human either and then he learns to love himself you know for who he is and mm-hmm. that is a half ghost half human boy which is good yeah, he's and like I do think that that was definitely something that the show didn't really touch on enough the first couple of episodes he was having a little issues with his powers and he was talking about how he didn't want to be a ghost boy but he kind of was just immediately a superhero like he was just like I guess I gotta do this and I mean on one hand I'm glad that they didn't have the whole origin episode because it really isn't like necessary isn't more necessary than just the explanation in the opening but on the other hand if he's struggling so much with being a half ghost then why is he so okay with being a half ghost superhero like, he should at least maybe... I'm not saying he shouldn't want to be a hero, but more like... I think he, he should... knows that he has to, but that doesn't mean he immediately is okay with yeah. it. I, I, I think that that's... I think, honestly, like... I think at first he's probably using it for, like, 
like selfish needs like he's like oh i have this mm-hmm. cool ability i can like be invisible and spy on people and and sneak around and you know do this and like maybe at one point he even like steals something and like then he feels guilty about it and then you can have yourself like it doesn't have to be a full on uncle ben moment but i feel like he has to have a little bit of an arc where like he it's sort of the the very beginning of him having that power creep that like power lust for the ghost Mm -hmm. side and then he kind of has a realization of like this isn't right this isn't how my parents raised me and like you know i Mm -hmm. or maybe he like hurts somebody like somebody close to him what if what if if he starts like hanging out with like with like other ghosts as danny and like they don't know that he's half human oh yeah or See, I was thinking, what if he's, like, getting revenge on Dash, right? And Dash and Jazz are a thing, right? And so... Mm-hmm. Uh, it was in, like, one episode, and then they immediately forgot about it. So I'm cool if we forget about it, too, because okay. it was kind of well, dumb. I'm thinking, like, what if... I, I kind of like the idea of them... We can kill two birds with one stone here. What if Jazz and Dash were a thing in the beginning? And... I like I like and that. And then Danny... That's a good idea. Danny starts haunting Dash... And then, like, he's having a blast just getting, like, back to back at his bully. And then Dash and that's how has, like, ja- a breakdown and then breaks up with... And that's how Jazz finds out. Yes. And he has a breakdown and ja- he breaks up with Jazz and Jazz is crying. And then she finds out that Danny did it. And she's like, how could you do this to me? And he's like, how could I do this to you? And he has, a like, a realization moment. And then she... That's, that's a really good idea. And then that also plays with the idea of, like, a lot of trans folk, at least in my experience, and the people that I've known, tend to come out to their siblings first. Mm-hmm. And so I like, I, was, I like that. I was actually going to say that, like, you know, um, being the on the bully, since Dash bullies Danny, like, Jazz goes, how could you do this to me? Well, how could you let him bully me when, yeah. you know you two were dating and they both like come to the realization that maybe we were both wrong and maybe we should both apologize. And maybe we should value our relationship as siblings. And then we have a healthy sibling relationship for the first time on television. Hooray! But also I was going to say this, your discussion about jazz and dash actually kind of, and like the uh, sort of uncle Ben moment that Danny has actually um, made me think about, uh, Tucker and Sam's dynamic mm. with Danny. My thought is that um, Tucker maybe like is sort of I don't know how to quite describe it, but like sees like potential and like taking advantage of Danny being a ghost, kind of like in the show, but a bit more you know overtly. And Sam, instead of being well, you know, a bitch, she could uh, be the, the actual voice of reason and like maybe be like you know as tempting as it is to take advantage of Danny. He's still my friend. And I can't, in good faith, take advantage of yeah. his newfound abilities. Un- unlike you know, Sam from the show, she values Danny more as a person than as a half ghost boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. God! Oh God! Can we talk about Sam, please? Can we please can we, make Sam we, a whole other person? Yes, can we make am... Sam a completely different character? You know what? We're gonna make her a new character, and we're gonna call her Wes. <laughs> <laughs> get, get it for that one episode. Yeah, that, the, the ring. Yeah. Why don't we? That, that why don't we call her one of my favorite jokes? Why don't we call her Wes? Why don't we call her Wes? And it's just Sam upside down. 
Well, no, that's that's the joke. Is that um, Dan, in one episode, Danny's dad gave him like a class ring to give oh, to uh, okay. to Valerie, but Sam's name was engraved in it. I see. And at one point, Danny's like, "Hey, hold on to this," you know, like he's not thinking, he's not actually giving it to Sam. And then Sam looks at the inside, and at first, you're like, "Oh no, she's gonna see her name." But instead, she's holding the ring upside down. So she's like, who the heck is Wes? I I am. Yes. The egg is on my face. I missed that episode, apparently. Or I forgot about it entirely. <laughs> no, that's OK. I, I only remember it because I fucking love stupid jokes like that. Um, OK, so can <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're just going to call her Wes. Fuck it. It was said out loud in the show. It counts. This is Wes now. Um, so. All right. This is Wes now. Um, <laughs> she picked her own okay. name, um, and she did it to spite her. I like the idea of her parents being awful rich people. I agree with that, too. I think her parents were too nice for her to hate them so much. Yeah, I think that they should be really awful rich people and maybe involved with Vlad in a business level. I agree. That's a good idea. And that way she's, like, That's, more tied in. Because I feel like the universe is too disparate in this show. I feel like that's mm-hmm. a problem with most Butch Hartman episodic kind of shows. Yes. Is like, everything's just, like, around, but no one has any real connections. And I want that mm-hmm. to be a thing. Uh, I, also- I, I can agree with that, but I also worry about it being too insular. Mm. But, like, I feel like that's good enough where it's, yeah. like... Yeah. Valerie, Sam, Danny, it, it, and it makes sense. I feel like Tucker should at least be an outlier for the most part. And oh, definitely, Tucker should be the outlier. Yeah. Tucker sh- is just kind of happenstance here. Like I, I be- Tucker's just kind of there. I was friends with the right people at the right time, and that's how I got involved in these events. Like Tucker's parents don't need to secretly yeah. be like ghosts. Tucker's the, and, like, the Xander of the group. <laughs> yeah, my he's just like he, a regular dude. He's the Zoidberg. My friends uh, in Zoidberg. Another- Another change I want to make about Sam, I always thought it was like super hypocritical about how she hated her parents being old money and yet would still use their money all the fucking time and their advantages. I think she should be the kind of character who's like, I'm not going to use your fucking money because I know how you got it and I'm not okay with it. And she maybe like she has a job or she just kind of does her own thing and she's actually broke most of the time. But she's like, I don't care as long as I'm not fucking... That that's blood money. My parents got. They operate sweatshops and shit. She has a job at the Nasty Burger, at the and everybody makes. Oh no! Wait, what if she has a job at like a clothing store that Paulina frequents? Like a hot topic. Oh <laughs> yeah, she works at she works at the mall. Yeah, and she's like mm-hmm. she sells clothes and like makes snarky comments to Paulina, where Paulina's like, "Do you have this in a size uh and in an extra extra small?" And then Sam's like, "Maybe if you throw it in the dryer, sure." Um, I love, but 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 it's all but it's all deflection because Sam actually has a massive crush on Paulina and she just doesn't want to admit it. I I do like the sort mm-hmm. of like the um ultra recyclo vegetarian environmental angle. I agree of her. with it too. I just don't like that she acted like it made her better than everyone yeah, else. I- I'm cool with her still being like super vegan and shit, but. N- just less of a fucking asshole to everyone. I think, she, I think the change we do with that is that she's not like in the face of everybody. Like, how could you? I think she just like happens to make like really bomb vegan treats, and everyone's like, "Ah, oh, thanks, thanks, Wes." And she's like, "Thanks, they're vegan," and they're like, "Oh, no way!" And then maybe at some point, like Tucker goes vegan, like just for like just a background plot thing of like. 
Or maybe like an episode like you win more people with Tucker is just like eating a bunch of Sam's cooking and he doesn't even realize that it's vegan and she's not saying anything because there's no reason to. She's just making snacks the way she always yeah. does. And then like late in the episode, he goes into like fucking withdrawals because he's so used to eating so yeah. much meat. <laughs> and I, I like the idea of her like trying to win more flies with honey than vinegar. You know, like she's like. Yeah. I absolutely She's agree with that. Cook. I mean, it'd be fun in the show if they addressed with if they addressed it. The problem is that the show is written by a bunch of white straight men yeah. who didn't realize that Sam was an asshole. Um, also, it says here on the wiki, um, which this is a weird entry. In the Christmas special, mm-hmm. it was revealed that she and her family are Jewish, which is hinted at the fact that her grandmother calls her Bubula. That's just in the wiki. Huh. Um, That's interesting. The next line is, Sam is often the most problematic of the group. (laughs) Um, Whoops. So, uh, I I think that there's... Congratulations, you called out yourself. I think that there's some kind of... uh, It's it's tricky here, because if her family is, like, ultra-rich feel like that's a little bit problematic mm-hmm. to be like it's, they're jewish and like oh yeah i mean i think it's okay just because it wasn't like a big yeah. thing in the show it was just mentioned in the christmas For episode. diversity, i think that's that's good if we want to keep the diversity angle i just don't want it to be if anything revealed. we could we could actually make a statement with it like maybe her parents like downplay the jewishness because they're working with a lot of like super fashy people and yeah. they're like and they're like, oh, no, we're the good ones. And Sam, meanwhile, is, like, all up in her culture and, like, rebellion yeah. because she's like, I'm not going to let you be like this to appease people who should know better. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, and I think that should be. Like, I think that could make it work. That should be a thing if she's going to do it. I don't want, I don't like the wording of it was revealed that she's Jewish because it, then it implies they were hiding it. And I feel like yeah. she should just be, if she's Jewish, she should just be Jewish. Like, like let yeah. her just I, do her thing. I feel like I mean, it, it should be like Rugrats, be like... where it's matter of fact. It's sort of just like, oh yeah, and she's Jewish, yeah. and that's it. That's it. Yeah, or like like in Kim Possible, they just occasionally reference, oh hey, Ron hasn't had his bar mitzvah yet, or stuff yeah. like that. Like like it's it's they make it clear that he's Jewish, but he's not like in your face with it in such a way that it's like clear the writers are compensating for something. Yeah, yeah. or they're being. Like, being making bad jokes yeah. or something. I think the only times where she should be overt with it is when she's like explicitly criticizing her parents for for downplaying their heritage. Yeah, I like that. I like that angle a lot. Um moving from that though cuz I just got this idea and I don't want to lose it, mm. but like I feel yeah. like the Sam and I'm sorry, Wes and Danny love plot should end with them like getting together for a bit but then maybe realizing you know, we're not compatible for each other, and that's okay, and we can still be friends. Oh, that's powerful. I think that's a really good that's idea. powerful. Yeah. Not enough shows yeah. do that. Yeah, where, where like, you, th- they're the big couple, and then, the, like, they they get together, but then they realize that they're, they're kind of not... Yeah, they're not good for each other, but that doesn't mean they still can't be friends. They just can't be romantic. And I think that's, like, really good for, like, for, like like a show for younger kids because you know kids need to learn that it's okay to like go on dates with people and have it not work yeah, out and then still you be know? okay you don't have one person that you fall in love with and that's the end all be all it's okay to like 
go on a couple dates or even just one date and be like, it's not working out because you're you're figuring yourself out and you're figuring out what you want in a relationship. Yeah. And then Danny gets together with Valerie and my 13 year old self is finally validated. Yeah. And then and then I mean, I'm not I'm not usually for hetero, but I'd be down with that just because Valerie fucking rules and she totally deserves the win. No, like it's that. not. It's, it's cool because then we can just have Wes get together with Ember and everything's chill. Or or Wes just realizes that um, she doesn't need love to uh, validate herself or anything. That's or true. Outside. Yeah, I, I, I almost feel like Ember would need someone equally as powerful, mm. you know? Unless she wants to, like, <sighs> have some normalcy in her life again, you know? She dates Maybe. Tucker. She dates Tucker, <laughs> no. and, it, and it goes on for way too long, and it works out way too well for way too long, but then and it everyone ends. everyone is like, I don't like this. Why does this but work? But then it ends up, yeah. and, and it's like, uh, all right. That's fine, but they're not. It's again, it's not a bitter breakup. Or like, or like, it's revealed that they were pretending to date the whole time just to fuck yeah. with people. <laughs> I love that idea. Where like, it turns out that's what Tucker, because Tucker felt left out from all the cool ghost shit that's been going on, and then Ember is chaotic enough that she thinks it's a funny idea for them to like play it up for everybody, and then it's just revealed at some point that they're they're done with the facade for a while, and then <laughs> that 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 would be great. I would love that. Where they're just like, we're just gonna like fuck with people. Yeah. Like it's not even that Tucker left it feels left out. He just wants to fuck with people. <laughs> I can get behind that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh I think that's it on, on Sam. I think we've we've all said our piece. Yeah. Finally. We gotta get we fixed Sam. Well, congratulations, We've- everybody. We, that was not easy, and we did it. We fixed the wiki <laughs> admittedly most problematic of the group, so let's... Uh, I mean... Right after mentioning mo- that she was Jewish. Awkward. Yeah, right? Wiki, you should fix most, that. Most Maybe- of the people in, in the fandom, P-H, spelled with P-H, like, either write Sam completely differently or have the characters acknowledge that she's a jerk in like all of their like fan comics and shit because they're like yeah no we didn't like the way she was written (laughs) um nobody did absolutely nobody nobody did (laughs) um so I guess next is Tucker Tucker here's the thing do we really need to change more than like we've already mentioned about Tucker. No, I, think I, think, tu- I think he's fine. I think Tucker's fine the way he is. He's the one that needs to be changed the least. I feel like the idea that he's the outlier of the group in terms of the uh, interpersonal relationships and the yeah. in connection to the overarching mm-hmm. plot. You know, I now- I rescind my idea that Ember and Tucker are fucking with people. I think that Tucker spends a really long time trying to be because he's his whole deal is he's like uh, a womanizer. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. I think that that needs to be it not get gotten rid of, but it needs to be remedied because I think that there's something humbled. Yeah. There's Ember something humbles. Humbled. Ember. Ember is the one who humbles him a bit. Yeah. And yeah. he like tries to hit on her and she's like, you're aiming way too high. But I respect that. And that's why they kind of actually work. And they're like, I feel like they're with each other and it's kind of romantic, but it's also kind of friends. And they're they're not sure how to define it, but they're definitely together. And it's just sort of an amorphous relationship that that they're both becoming better people from. 
And I like that idea. And after that point, Tucker stops being a womanizer. And I think that mm-hmm. that's a really big lesson to have because I do find it a little bit problematic that the black mm-hmm. male character is overly sexual, you know, like overly yes. like uh, disrespectful to women, you know? Mm-hmm. So T- I, I T- think that's a really good idea. Tucker gets fucking taken down a notch. Yeah, by Ember. Uh, by Ember. Well, uh, one thing that I want to say, and it doesn't have to do with Tucker specifically, but it does sort of relate to him, because, you know, he's a guy who always uses his PDA. Mm. I don't want to replace it with a smartphone. No, it's still a PDA. It's still a fucking PDA. Oh, yes. He loves technology, both old and new. And, like, and he makes it work, what if and he, I, like, updated it. What if we it? keep this in, the in like, 2004, which is when the show came out? What do you mean? That would be an interesting, like, a like period show piece? Like, the show does... Like the show does still take place in two thousand four. That's fun. That's yeah. like then we can do like I, I a think period that'd be joke. fun. It'd be a good. I think can, it's you, time for you, for early two thousands nostalgia. Yeah, I feel like like you can make fun of the styles at the time. Like they look in fashion magazines and they see that one picture of Ashley Tisdale at the Kids Choice Awards, and they're like, <laughs> "Oh my god, she's so stylish." And it would also, I think, it would help with the theme because nowadays. I'm not going to say it's, like, easy, but it's easier to find a support group online. In the early 2000s, it was not easy being LGBT. No doggy. (laughs) So I think it would, I think it would also be, like, you know, at first just partially just, hey, wasn't the 2000s wacky? But also, hey, didn't the 2000s kind of suck? And we should, like, address this? It kind of falls into the camp of, like, you know, in modern day, I feel like a lot of the big issues on the table are a little bit like, I feel like this would be a better option for like exploring the ideas of like internal Jesus. <laughs> no, you can't just drop that in chat while we're talking. Of internal prejudices <laughs> inside of families and communities because like it's not as much of a, like, it's not that it's not present now, but there's more information out there now. But this mm-hmm. is at a time period where, like, it, you know, I-, I came out in 2007, and mm-hmm. I didn't even know the word transgender at that point in time. Like, mm-hmm. I think I was still on transsexual back then. <laughs> oh. And, yeah, it was, a, it, was, it was the ancient times. And so, like, 2004, I feel like this idea of exploring your identity, holy cow, um, I know the skirt over jeans. Skirt over jeans <laughs> and t-shirt under t-shirt. I don't. I don't mean to be derailing. Be I don't skirt over jeans. I don't no, mean, like early two thousands fashion is just. <laughs> I don't mean to be derailing the conversation because what you're saying is very like it's very good. I don't know how else to put it, and I, that sounds condescending. But I got nothing. I just came off work at me. Oh, that's but, fine. But like, I'm just finding so much shit about early 2000s, and all of it is focused around Ashley Tisdale. I don't For know. For some reason, yeah. I wow. don't know. I don't know why she's like this. Why like, does she have, like, tails on her, on her, is she wearing slippers? I don't she know. She is. And a, wait, she's, is she's wearing slippers and a, and a sleep mask, a Hello Kitty sleep Hello mask. Kitty. Dude, I think I had that sleep mask when I was a little kid. 
what is happening? Gu- guys, um, for those listeners, I'm sorry that I derailed this so hard, but literally I keep Just finding... Just look up Ashley Tisdale oh my God. on, on Ashley, Ashley, on Google Ashley, Images. No, no oh specifically Ashley Tisdale outfits. Like, holy shit, she is a mess <laughs> oh my, in the early 2000s. This is a nightmare. Look at the, the like, embroidered jean skirt. I'm looking at it. I don't know if I want to be... Uggs. And the, the blue no, the, the, in Ascot. Oh and, the, and this is and this is and this is what Paulina wears in our show. And this, everybody's yes. everybody's like, oh my god, she is so hot and fashionable. And like obviously she has a the t-shirt <laughs> and jeans and a dress. And the view and all the viewers are just like, no, what what? What is on that? That would head? be so good. It's a wait, her head has a like a netted hat? It's like a netted beanie with a flower on it. Does she have those like push-ups that like that like you put under your hair to make it poof? Oh my god, the yeah, the poof thing. Yeah, the poof. Why does she have just a blondie skirt? <laughs> I thought it said London. It just doesn't. And she fu- has like a. What is she? She looks like she just walked out of a fucking Macklemore thrift shop music she, video. She looks like she went shopping. And is doing a really, really bad job at shoplifting. She looks like she got shot out of a cannon. She looks like she got out of shot out of Nick Cannon. (laughs) She got (laughs) shot out of Nick Cannon, smashed through the wall of a of a fucking of like a hot top. No, not a hot topic of a of a of a limited two. A fucking forever twenty. A limited two. And when she came out the other side, she looks like this. Oh my god, my fucking molecules got rearranged! I'm <laughs> and it's zone. brought full circle! Wow! <laughs> Holy cow! You just sent me through a time portal! Limited two? I, I Limited two? She's there. Oh my god! <laughs> wow! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my god! <laughs> Oh, Are you I'm okay? The, no, I'm in the right mindset now to fucking talk about Danny Phantom. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna fan myself off. Holy cow! Danny PH fan yourself off. Holy cow! Limited two. <laughs> Limited two, baby. Ooh. Remember, remember when they put fake fur on everything? Like you could get like a like a three rigged churro yeah, with like and fake it got fur stuck on the in front your and teeth. Back. Cause it would it would shed on you, <laughs> and if you spill anything on it, it's just that's just it. It's just that's even it. water. That's just it. It's yeah, even done. water. It somehow gets sticky. <laughs> God. God. But yeah, back Limited. back on back on topic. So we know this is on topic. This is world building, Nolan. <laughs> okay, God, okay. There are limited twos on every corner in our show. <laughs> okay, okay. Holy cow! Sam works at a limited two. That's it. We Wes, got it. Sorry, found the plot. Okay. Holy cow! All right, Wait. I'm sorry. You just. <laughs> no, that's okay. You we, I was surprised hole. I remembered it too. This is this is very powerful. The whole vi- the the whole video. If you're uploading this to YouTube, should just be a collage. No, it's a of- podcast. Okay. Well, I mean, audio podcasts are uploaded. Jesus, sometimes. But like, it should just be Paulina just edited her face, edited over all of these Ashley Tisdale outfits. Now, I'm and a gonna. Big there are some artists who can. 
who can draw like really on model Danny Phantom stuff. I'm gonna find one of them and I'm gonna commission them to draw do Paulina the, do the, in these outfits. And do, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck kind of fetish is this? I haven't seen this one before." <laughs> and no, you go, you go. It's not a fetish. It's it's, it's a, a it's a, it's world building. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a fetish. It's lore. <laughs> it's not a fetish. It's lore. Maybe she's born with it. <laughs> Maybe it's canon. Maybe it's Maybe head she's cannon. born with right. it. Maybe it's Paulina. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's head cannon. Oh my god. Okay, so uh I guess we could segue to Paulina now. Um I I think that her character was alright. I think that the only thing that I would change is that the the writers shouldn't be so judgy about like they should be judgy about her being a mean person, not judgy about her being a stereotypical girl, you know. Also, I think they should lean into her um, Hispanic heritage more personally. I agree with that too. Mm, the- yeah, I think that that should be a much more. I think that this town should be like a a sort of. It was diverse better... in two thousand four. Now it needs to be diverse for twenty twenty. Yes. Yeah. We need to push it. We need to up the wokeness factor. We need people to be mad and be like, SJWs are ruining Danny Phantom. God. it's We need to have the Rocco's <laughs> Modern Life special equivalent rage of like, Captain, you ruined my childhood. Increase the wokeness. But, but we won't be able to see the way with I'm all these Kevin snowflakes Earl, she's everywhere. Got Captain. <laughs> You're a madman. No. <laughs> Increase the right. telescope to eight. <laughs> All right, the parents. <laughs> okay. Uh, the parents. Microaggressions abound. Microaggressions yes, abound. Yes, they're not actively bad people, but they just don't know better. And they, and, and they gotta learn. And uh, there needs to be a point where their microaggressions grow so harsh that they accidentally hurt Danny very bad, and they need to be like, oh, shit. Yes, we agreed. We done fucking goofed. Yes, I, I also think it'd be fun if there was an episode where, because Jack is kind of an idiot, I think it would be fun if there was like a subplot where he like falls in with a couple of other parents who are all like, oh man, the, these people these days. And at first Jack is like, yeah, I don't understand it. But then but then as the subplot goes on, they're getting like more and more harsh about it. And that's when he's like, oh, maybe I'm the problem. And he like snaps back at him and he's like, hey, that's my fucking son. Bitch. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, I think we yeah. should have. Yeah, he's 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 good dad for once. <laughs> I mean, I think Jack had his moments. They definitely yeah. played the stupidness too much. Yeah, I, I, I want to agree rid that of we that. should make him a little more fatherly. But I don't like hate him as a character. I think I think him being a big fucking doofus is very integral to him personally. Yeah. Uh, I think I I do think that. Maddie was almost like a little too perfect. I kind of want to make her character a little more flawed. Yeah, absolutely. I think her biggest flaw should be... No, wait, no, this is kind of Mary Sue-ish, but, like, I was gonna say that, like, she tries so hard to be a good mom that she kind of just winds up fucking up and, like, distancing herself even further from Danny, but, like, I don't know. I I, I have a hard time coming up with flaws for women because I'm always worried that it's sort of, like, the flaws inherent because she's like it has something to do with womanhood specifically. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. But this I is just me venting my creativity right now. Like this is very selfish um, of me. But yeah, maybe it's like because 
in the early episodes, Maddie was the smarter one, but she was still on board with like the crazy ghost science shit. Mm-hmm. I think that we should like keep that, and maybe that like she's super into her work, but because like she's the more focused of the two, but as a result. She sometimes gets self-conscious about maybe I'm not spending enough time with my kids. Maybe I'm not being a good mom. Oh, God. And, like, sometimes maybe. she feels like she... I'm basically just describing Daria's mom, aren't I? God damn it. I Yeah, I, I think what we need to do with the parents is, I think, to make things a little more interesting, I think maybe... Because they were working on the ghost portal together, right? But it, it seemed to be mostly Jack's kind of, like baby and she was helping him with it mm-hmm. I want to flip that I want it to be her idea and that's why Vlad loves her because she's oh. like the real genius and he is helping her and she, he's like why'd you marry that idiot we could have done so much more together and she's like a mad genius like like her ideas are stupid but she's smart enough to make them work yeah right. but the reason she loves Jack so much is because he's so supportive of her and like loves her where he is Vlad views her as a means to an end. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. he like sees things in a way that she she always overthinks everything. Object or like a prize. Like he always competed with Jack, and he's like, "I'm not gonna lose to Jack." And she's like, "Well, see, that's why you're never gonna you're never gonna have me because I'm not a fucking prize, you bitch." And then she kicks him in the balls, and he falls off a cliff and dies. And then (laughs) dies, and then he becomes a ghost, and that's how Vlad happens. Um, (laughs) so yeah i think it would be i think it's interesting if we give her and then the reason she's like worried about whether or not she's being a good mom stems from her idea of like socially placed upon her ideas of like what being a woman she's allowed to do and like she struggles with balancing like her passion for her work and her like externally placed obligation to be a mom and like she thinks she should give it up and be a stay-at-home mom but jack does a really good job of like picking up the home front but like Mm -hmm. she's always down in the lab and then she feels like she's not spending enough time with her kids but then she like is fiercely defensive of her family when things get down to it like Mm -hmm. maybe there can be a whole plot where like uh, the school isn't being very supportive of Danny's gender identity, and she's like, uh, fucking excuse me, I have nine PhDs, you're gonna listen to me. And, like, schools them on, like, how I to treat PhD, her son. I have nine PhDs, and I'm gonna, and I'm about to get a tenth one, it's in schooling bitches. It's about, it's in kicking your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, but, uh, I think that's good on the parents. That's fixed. I think I think the last character we should touch upon, since we cover most of the major ones, is probably Valerie, and everybody else is just sort of, you know, same. I mean, we uh, could we could go about the ghost enemies, but like they're they're very one notey for the most part, except Ember, who we adopted and turned into a main character. We yeah, we we yeah. re raised her from the ashes. Like I feel like a lot of these can just be elaborated on on an episode to episode basis based yeah. on the things that we've already explained as our themes in this. Like we don't need to I feel like if we go through every villain it's gonna be repetitive because we're just gonna be like, and they're also gay and here's how they died and isn't that sad. Yeah, yeah I feel I feel like every goat like I guess covering the basis for all villains, the only one I want to go to a little bit more a skulker but um basically for me personally i feel like 
all the villains should have an origin of some kind, maybe not explicitly stated every time. If it if it works for I, the story, I think it's like like maybe maybe they don't even explain their origin, but you can just tell by their design. Yeah, I, but I feel like some stories could be stronger if like their no, origin. No, I agree with that too. I'm just saying that like sometimes we can't tell the story, but we could show it in their design. That, some that, nerdy that, about shit like that's that. That's what I mean—a case by case basis type of deal. But um, for Skulker, personally, I would love, since he's, like, the most major secondary villain out of everybody, like, he usually gets the Mm -hmm. most attention. I feel like Mm -hmm. he should go through an arc, like, maybe, like, he sees, like, Danny as, like, you know... Valerie should kick his ass. Yeah, he he sees... It's a shame that never happened. They're both ghost hunters. She should kick his ass. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like, he... I don't know what kind of arc I want him to go through, but I want him to, like, in the end, respect Danny and have that be earned, because they try to do that in Phantom Planet, and it's just, like, completely worthless. And I'm, like, I everything else. that, that might planet. actually be kind of cool, how he's, like, hunting in most dangerous game style, but, like, Danny always outsmarts him, and eventually Skulker's like, damn, this kid's on my, le- on my fucking level. And yeah, and then he becomes like kind of an ally, but he's also still evil and like a dangerous game hunter. And Danny has mm-hmm. to be like, no, we're not doing it like that. Stop. No. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like, then, also Skulker is just constantly thirsty for, for that for that cock. Yes. And, eh. Well, I don't I, I think don't, I don't think of Skulker's sexuality that often personally. Well, neither do I, but but like Skulker, when you look at him, didn't he, doesn't Skulker, he just look like a fucking fucking bear? Yeah, well, wait, but no, wasn't wasn't ahead, Skulker sir. with with Ember? Was he? No, I don't remember. Oh wait, in the future episode he was, and it was weird. Right. So I think that um, Ember should be with Valerie. Ember <laughs> should be with. <laughs> I I think Skulker's uh, sexuality should be explicitly tied to somebody he respects, sort of. Except Danny being the outlier because he sort of like respects him as a on a co-worker sort of level where it's like you you do the job as well as i do i respect you but like yeah. when he sees like prey that he really wants it's kind of tied sexually it doesn't but matter super over because this is still a kid's show yeah, yeah. This is still a kid's show maybe he lo- maybe he hits on danny's mom <laughs> no <laughs> i'd like i'd like that he's like you're so de- you're so, de- you're so de- dad no you're so dedicated to your craft maddie it, it's inspiring and she's like please don't do that <laughs> wait what if he's like that, that omnisexual cool, then he's like yeah he's attracted to her mind but he's also attracted to jack because he's really big <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes yeah th- oh that, that's God, that's, that's th- that was the idea i had for him is that he's he's not attracted to anybody for uh gender or any sort of thing like that it's mostly just he's traits just that constantly he fi- horny yeah, yeah traits he finds attractive it's i wouldn't say it's horny i'd say it's passion yeah he likes yeah. what yeah, he likes right. and he goes after it no matter yeah, what he's pansexual he's just like living his yeah. best life yeah it's yeah, like what i know what i like and i found it your yeah. mom's hot and danny's like please don't talk about my mom. Can we talk? I no, no, no. Like, oh God, stop! Yeah, I can. I can actually picture this as a Butch Hartman beat, like sort of, you know, the yeah. little dump, dump thing where he goes, "Your mom's mind." It's so brilliant. And Danny's like, "Can we please not talk about my mom? How about we talk about your dad instead?" <laughs> Danny blinks like it, ha- eyes half cast. <laughs> You just see Ember and Tucker in the background dying laughing. <laughs> I do like the idea of like establishing sort of a like 
like a, a Wonder Friends, like, like Justice League of Ghost Hunters. And like over time, they're accumulating allies. And then like when shit hits the fan and like Vlad shows up and it's way too much for Danny to handle, he calls on his allies and they come around and help him with their ghost powers. Maybe not. I don't know about that because that sounds a little too corny, but I do kind of like the idea of da- like Danny Phantom is corny time, as fuck. These, How like, dare you? That's yeah, true. what are you talking about? But, like over yeah. time, like various ghost hunters start showing up. Like the because the it guys was implied in, in a couple of episodes that like other ghost hunters exist, but apart from one episode, the only other ghost hunters you ever see are the guys in white and the uh, specter detectors that Vlad hired in the series finale, but. Mm. I like the idea that- What are that- you talking about? There never was a series finale. Okay, okay, Shh. okay, sar- sarcasm aside. Uh, <laughs> so, I guess that's, yeah, like, I, 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 I'd like for it to build up to be like, you know, maybe Dark Danny does, isn't the endgame villain, because that, that's what the original plan was, was for him to be the endgame villain. That never sat yeah, right with me, though. I think that's a good idea. I feel, really? I feel I feel like it should be like you think he is, but then Vlad comes along and like does his evil plan where he's like, I wanna like nuke Amity. I feel Par- like I feel like Vlad should like do something and get like way in over his head. I, I don't know. I, I it, it kind of Well, because re- then it'd be like he thinks he's this genius schemer, but then everything's going wrong and it's like, ha, huh, eat it, bitch. Yeah, but like I I feel like it's more satisfying if he does get like you know, he he actually does manage to succeed, but then he ultimately fails in the end, which I find a bit more satisfying. Because it reeks of, like, Dr. Eggman syndrome from, like, the older games where... That's true. He, like, is, like, he gets shoved to the side so that this big Monster of the Week can come in. And to me, Dark Danny feels very Monster of the Week-ish. That's true. Mm. Uh, What might be interesting is maybe through some sort of shenanigans, Vlad somehow gets what he wants. But then he realizes that even though he has everything he's always worked for, he's not happy. And that leads to his downfall in the end. It didn't, it didn't like undo the 20 years he spent. And if anything, it's been worse because he spent the rest of his life wallowing in that. Like he's fucking wasted all of this time and resources for, for a thing that ultimately does nothing. It did nothing for him. He's wasted his fucking life. Then he, like, loses it, and he goes, yeah. like, full, like, full ghost, evil ghost, and, like, all his powers Full start... ghost consequences. Yeah, he gets <laughs> but all I, I like the all idea that, out. like, I like the idea, though, that, like, his sort of defeat and a subsequent end of him is very quiet and sad, though. Like mm. I like that, like, too. They, he wins in the fight, and he's slowly just fading away, because, like, you know... He doesn't. Well, ha- I, I, it'd be kind of like an Azula thing, you know, how she has that. They still have that big fight with her, but her ending is still pretty tragic because you know that, like, she's already like fucked up because mm. because of the way she was raised. Yeah, I'm. I more so mean, but I still think that's a very cathartic ending for her. I more so want Vlad's. Like in my in my head, I feel like it's more satisfying that it's very sad and like somber and quiet, where it's like. He's fading away and he's like reflecting on how much time he's lost. And he's just like kind of like di- like asking Danny like, well, maybe not asking Danny, but just kind of like sort of reflecting on this with Danny. And Danny sort of like, you know, pities him in the end and da- Vlad just fades away into nothingness because like he used to be a spirit of vengeance, but now vengeance doesn't do anything for him anymore. So he just like, you know, 
It has no yeah, point that could in be existing. Like, that could be like the very, very end. Like they have this fight, but then Vlad wins, but then it's like, oh, wait, I, I have nothing. This is nothing. I've wasted my fucking life. Mm-hmm. Jesus. It's it's very, I, 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 like, I like that idea where he basically gave up his humanity out of anger and vengeance, and he just, once he got what he wanted, he realized it was hollow and empty, and he just fades away, because mm-hmm. as a ghost, his purpose has been fulfilled. He gave up his humanity, and when you're a ghost, yeah, you're- Yeah, like, like, like in the final act, he gives up his human form. Yeah, but Ooh. like, and, and like, you know how ghosts, like, have quote-unquote unfinished business? His was- I got mm-hmm. my vengeance, but it was so empty, and then he just fades away. Just yeah, in, that's good. In deep regret and sadness, it's better than him getting hit with an asteroid as a comedy bit. Yeah, no, this. Well, to be fair, anything is better. Him getting kicked in the balls and falling off a cliff is better than him <laughs> getting hit by an asteroid as a comedy bit. So, yeah. like. Yeah, I think that's that's this is really good. I think that's the this perfect is- ending for him. He gives up his humanity for vengeance, and then once he's fulfilled that or failed to fulfill it, he as a spirit he's given up like mm-hmm. what you know, you know yeah. when you're a spirit you stick around for a reason, but then he gives yeah, up, the- but then he just fades away because you know it got it got him nothing. Yeah, and I think that's it is kind of a cool idea to sort of. Like, the unfinished business thing, I think, is, like, a really compelling thing that I think we should keep around. Mm-hmm. And, like, it doesn't work for all of them. Like, for example, I feel like Ember's whole thing is that she wants to be seen as who she is. And she is when she's a ghost, so... It's sort of, it's sort she, of like, like, paradoxical, and she can't fade away, yeah. and she's like, well, I'm stuck here, I guess. Yeah, yeah but, but then Ember's just kind of chill with it. And Skulkers is, like, to catch the the greatest game but he can never find it or it's danny and he can't catch it and he learns just to deal with it and just kind of floats around and becomes friends for sort of like vegeta style dude Ah. i fucking i would fucking love that i love when a villain like they never have a big arc they just start like hanging out with the main characters (laughs) i mean vegeta did have a big they do have a big arc but it's like after it was after after he kind of gives up and starts drinking beer (laughs) yeah exactly and wearing pink shirts with oh my god i would fucking love for someone to draw skulker in that pink shirt with bad man written on the back yes i I feel like that's the perfect ending for skulker his the greatest game is danny he can't catch it he gives up and just chills out he just becomes mm-hmm. friends. He's like always in Danny's room for some reason. <laughs> and he's just like, can you He's like reading leave? his comic books. Yeah. And like Ember shows up and she's just like, what happened to you? Oh my God. That's so good too. Because then it's oh like my God. Bulma. Because Bulma Ember also and Skulker, has blue hair. Ember and Skulker start like hanging out. Like not romantically, but like Skulker is like the, like Ember's weird uncle. He becomes her drummer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And the series ends it. with uh, Tucker um, playing the keyboard, Ember on guitar and vocals, and Skulker is the drummer. And they make a band and, and they and, go touring. And Sam's on bass. And Sam's on bass, and Danny goes into space. And Danny, yes. yeah, and, that, and they play him out as he rides a rocket into the sun. <laughs> yes. And that's and how he can't this- die. He's like, I'm going to be the first person to set foot on the sun, and he can because he's a ghost. <laughs> yeah, he thought his ghostness would prevent him, but it actually made him one of the greatest astronauts on all time. Because he, he doesn't even need air. That humans can't go to. 
He could just fly That's to Mars. That's such a good idea. Oh, so- hell yeah. This show owns. <laughs> this show fucking rules. All right. So I just want to ask everybody super quick before we like mm-hmm. move on. Um, if if someone was to draw fan art of us as a character from Danny Phantom, I call Ember. What would you want? <laughs> <sighs> Probably Jack, since that's what my pizza party icon <laughs> resembles. So mm. there you go. Boring answer. But you, Red? Uh, you can pick a, Danny. A fallen over cup from the Nasty Burger with like the soda spilling out oh, of it. Oh, shut up. Pick an actual character. <laughs> Okay, okay. I'm just I don't know. Uh, you 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 are allowed to pick Danny. This is your podcast. Okay, <laughs> I guess I'm Danny. There you go. You're allowed to pick the main character. That is within your am. rights. <laughs> You're valid. But this is this was a lot of fun, but I feel like we just we just kind of wrote the whole show everything is there anything else that needs to be covered? Because like, I think we pretty much got it. I mean, I wouldn't change it much about the aesthetic, apart from maybe make it look a little less flat. But like the color direction and the backgrounds and shit, I love those. Get some Sakuga moments where you bring in a fucking who's that guy? Uh, Takafumi Hori. Takafumi Hori, but maybe also James Baxter, and just have them animate sequences because Danny De- Phantom deserves it. It does deserve better action sequences, but that that can be said for like every like early two thousands cartoon. Can we get the animation studio that did um, the original Samurai Jack and also Star Wars Clone Wars? I was gonna say you mean, get Gendy Tartakovsky to direct it. Yeah, can we? Do I was that, gonna. Please? I was gonna say Titmouse actually. Um, I, I mean, I always say Titmouse though. This is this is partially. Partially I can fix it, but also partially the Titmouse Appreciation Podcast. I'm yep. into it. Um, I just want those, like, painful moments of silence that that company does, you know, in those the original Samurai Jack. Well, that's, that was that's, like... not, that's not a company. It's just that those were both um, directed by Gendy Tartakovsky, and that's ah. a very, that is a huge stylistic thing for him, is that... He always has this like appreciation for like the little quiet moments. I that's part of why I like him. I'm with him, I'm super into it. It, it Have made you watched those Symbiotic shows Titan? He also did that. It's oh, on Netflix. My, putting it you on need my to. List. You need to. It's a fantastic show. I Symbiotic I, Titan. But yeah, it's so good. There's never gonna be an I can fix that on Symbiotic Titan because the the episode would just be make season two and then and then the episode would end. <laughs> make season two. <laughs> decanonize Tashi 497 because I hate it. But that's it. Um, yeah, I think we kind of just rolled straight, steamrolled straight into yeah, that. Yeah, I think we, I we, think we just we just fucking did it. We I think we made like the Ubermensch Danny Phantom series. Is yeah, it I think we made. I think we fixed what, what it. What was what was our author called again? Jazzy. Jazz e us stragly. Phantom. No, it's Jazzy Scringly Phantom. Yeah, Jazzy That's Scringly it. Phantom. Jazzy so Scringly if, Phantom. If anybody adapts this uh, into a comic or even a show, if you're insane and want to cancel it after like you know three yeah. months, Jazzy um, Scringly I mean, if you, Phantom. If, if, if you draw fan art, then you don't have to be Jazzy Scringly Phantom, but you do have to credit Jazzy Scringly Phantom. Yeah. Yes, it's it's spelled J A Z Z Y space. <laughs> S-C-R-I-N-G-L-Y-F-A-N-T-O-M. Yes, Jazzy Scringly Phantom. Very good. So 
So I guess that's uh, about it. Any final words from you guys? Um, I love this show. Um, I, thanks, Butch Hartman, we've, for we've taking it away. We've done the Lord's work today. Yeah, we did. Um, we did. This was amazing. I, uh, I, I want this we, show. Thank you, Jazzy Scrangly Phantom. Yes, yeah, thank we, you. So I think we earned this back for the people from Butch Hartman in a sort of socialist revolution of animation. Mm-hmm. And we've made this for yes. the people and by the people. And it's mm-hmm. very good. Um, yes. That's what this show's all about. Socialism. So, yeah. uh, and gay shit. So, uh, yeah. Gay socialism. Gay socialism. Is there any other kind. <laughs> but. Okay. Then, uh, this has been I Can Fix That. Uh, thanks to everyone who listened to it. Uh, this is a pilot. So, I'm actually, like, really happy with how well this went since this is literally, like, the first time i've ever done this yeah i'd be happy to come on anytime you want me this is it's it's really nice being on a podcast that i know i don't have to edit (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's super refreshing Um, you can be on another episode but you have to use a different name okay you don't have to pretend to be a different person but like you could be like hi i'm rayleigh hose I'm Jazzy Scringly Phantom. Um, <laughs> oh my god, the Jazzy Scringly Phantom. I'll just, I'll just, this is what I'll do. I'll be a recurring guest on your show, and then mm-hmm. uh, every time I come back, I will be the identity of the previous auteur <laughs> that yes. I was on. Perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. Okay, so uh, I guess, I don't know where I'm going to post this, but... Uh, um, someday, Do you mind if we somewhere. do some, some plug-in? Yeah, go for it. Do some plug-in. Um, you can follow me at HeyStews on Twitter, and I make a variety of other podcasts, including Badvertising. Which, which you is can... very good. <clears throat> Thank you very much. Um, and a bunch of new podcasts are going to be coming in the new year, as well as reviving some old ones like Good Boys, Girls, and Comradical. And um, yeah, so you can find that on Lunar Light Studio or anywhere you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And How about you, Nolan? I'm uh, at Nolan B Artworks for my art Twitter, and I'm also on Pan Pizza's Rebel Taxi Rebel Taxi's Pizza Party podcast. Mm-hmm. And that's all she wrote. And I'm a goat. Yes. Thank you all for listening. Uh, Next I guess time we're doing do... Fairly Odd Parents, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And, ki- <laughs> right. and kids, and- remember to drink your Ovaltine. Remember to drink your Ovaltine. Remember to drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> is that the is that your sign off? <laughs>